KINY, where you don't miss a thing. It is time once again for Capital Chat, and I'm so happy to have the Juno Douglas City Museum in here once again. I got Beth Weigel. She is director and top banana of the Juno Douglas City Museum, and I have Christine Carpenter, one of your January solo artists in the studio with me right now. Beth, good to see you. Yep, always nice to be here. And Christine, I think we've talked on the phone maybe before, but it's good to have you finally in the studio to talk about your amazing artwork. Oh, thanks. I it's can't believe be it. We're already here on the first Friday of 2023, Beth, and I am imagine the City Museum's been doing a lot to get ready for this. Yes, Happy New Year, everybody, and it's going to be a great show to come out and check things out, and I'm so excited that Christine and Lizzie are kicking off our new year. So I immediately look at the show title, and it immediately piqued my interest because it's called Shifting Vantage Points, as well as a nature drawing workshop, but let's talk about the actual show itself. I guess, Christine, why don't you tell me what Shifting Vantage Points means to you and what this artwork is all about? Sure. Um, so the project actually came out of, well, Lizzie and I are studio mates and it's a joint show between me and my friend Elizabeth Jerglate and we share a studio together. And during the pandemic, we were feeling really trapped about our create creative flow, I guess. And so we came up with this prompt about, okay, how can we get inspired by our own backyard? How can we get inspired by Southeast Alaska? So we took this concept and we went in two different directions with it. And it's about um, how we became inspired by Southeast. Lizzie's doing these really interesting um, acrylic paintings that incorporate um, their, their untouched landscapes that she took inspiration from a kayak trip. And she's uh, superimposed or painted over top of them um, uh abstract architecture elements and it's a it's a it's a uh i guess conversation about what landscapes would look like if we they didn't remain untouched here in southeast and which i like that when you look at it because it's like it kind of paints a picture of the beautiful landscape but then it kind of outlines like maybe like a little back patio or some type of you know urban thing that would set in if that area was to be touched by something i think it's very unique yeah and then, so, and I took it in a completely different direction, and I went out to Windfall Lake Cabin three times throughout the past year, and just took my paints and pens and figured out what it would be like to capture a place while I was, a quiet place, while I was also being quiet, as opposed to listening to, like, the relent- relentless noise of the pandemic, like, the the news cycle, the, <laughs> I mean, all the, th- all the Zoom calls, all of the, and, and I took all of that away and, and became inspired by place and and my show talks about seasonality and how a place changes over time but also how it stays the same over time and you kind of see that through your pictures i love the work that you're doing through it too and i love the way that you and elizabeth kind of complement each other it's two very different art styles but you put them right next to each other and they really complement each other beautifully well thank you and I really like that. And I always love when you tell me where you pull the inspiration from. That's one of my favorite questions to ask when we bring artists in here, because I think where you pull the inspiration from says a lot about your artwork. And I mean, do you feel the same way, especially with the way you kind of set things up? I mean, you going to Windfall Lake Cabin, one of my favorite cabins out there and created this amazing artwork. Yeah, I mean, to me, as an artist, I'm 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 never as interested in the final product of art. I'm much more interested in the process that it takes to achieve the final product. That I'm much more process based. Uh, I think other artists have different uh, feelings on that, but to me, it's uh, the show is only really as good as what my inspiration is, as opposed to what it looks like in the end. So, what's the big thing you're trying to encourage with this? Then, what are you trying to get across with these beautiful paintings? 
I think Lizzie and I are both really interested in people being inspired by Southeast. Just go outside. What do you see? What are you, which is, which prompts our workshop. I don't know if we can jump to that or oh, not. No, that is, look, look at you segueing into the next question. Yes. And I think this is a perfect way to talk about this nature workshop because you're going to take everything you've learned and your art skills and everything and kind of give that gift to other people out there so they can discover Southeast on their own. Right. So let's talk about the workshop. Yeah. So we're really encouraging people to bring in an inspiration photo or two or five or however many they want. And uh, Lizzie and I just want to talk about our process and what we did throughout the past year and then really just give people the gift and space of time in order to become inspired by their inspiration photo that they bring in. Sometimes we still really struggle to fit everything in. (laughs) I've been working on a project recently and uh, they use the line about fitting five pounds of potatoes in a one pound bag. And I think that's pretty accurate for people (laughs) on the most part, uh, especially during the pandemic. I think we've all been really busy. And so we just want to give people the opportunity, like an hour, hour and a half to sit down and just learn to be inspired. How can you do that through art and um, slow down a little bit? So when is the workshop? When can people get in on this? It's next Saturday. So I think that's the 14th. Yep, that would be the 14th. So next Saturday. Is it free to go? Do people show up? Is there a sign-up process, Beth? How's that going to work? So the workshop is free, and um, it starts at 2 p.m. on Saturday, January 14th at the City Museum. And like uh, Christine said, you know, bring some sort of photo maybe, or, um, you know, if you had something that had no, like, living part of the organism left on it like a seashell or something yeah. you could bring that into but we wouldn't want you to bring any like moss or leaves or anything that could potentially have bugs in it or something so no no that makes sense but something something that is nature like i think is yeah what you're rocks for. um seashells are good if you had like a i don't know a really old piece of bark maybe yeah i was thinking about that, like an old piece of wood or something yeah like a, uh and um, what about like a feather or something if somebody found a feather or something like tend that to carry some more of the okay, problematic okay. things so i would stay away from feathers All right, yeah. good to know and then bring in we'll have a little bit of art supplies with us but bring in whatever your medium of choice is if you have one if not we can definitely hook you up with some paper and pencils and i think we also have some things in the museum like rocks and whatnot too that could be helpful. Great. So check out that nature workshop. That is going to be January 14th. And then, of course, you have Christine and Elizabeth's work kicking off this first Friday. And Beth, we're already talking about February and thinking about February because you've got a big thing coming up. That's right. So it'll be the 19th annual um, community art show and exhibit. And um, we've been doing this 12 by 12 format for some time. It didn't originally start out that way, but um, basically anybody in the community can create a 12 by 12 piece of artwork, or it could be 12 by 12 by 12. We don't have too many people take us up on the 3D version of it, but most people do something flat. And then um, our curator, uh, Corey, will you know, lay it out and mount it up and we'll have a first Friday. And it's always a really fun first Friday because um, when you have, you know, 20 plus artists, uh, they bring lots of diversity and fun people to the museum. So it's this year's theme. We always have a theme as well. And this year is opposites. So you can interpret that however you'd like. And uh, we always get some really interesting interpretations and some people, you know, maybe don't think about the interpretation quite as much, but um, that's fine too. Like, there's not going to be something, unless it's like completely like, you know, not appropriate or something. We would probably 
accept everything. <laughs> and all ages too, right? Yeah, sure. We've had definitely some youth art come into it. Most Mostly it's adults, but um, we've had that before too. Mm-hmm. And if people want to get signed up and pick up the applications, how do they do that? So you can go to our website and you can find the application there. It does cost, I think, $12.12 to enter your piece of artwork into the show. And um, you have to turn in your application by February 11th, I believe. Um, that gives us an idea of how many pieces there's going to be and, and um, how we you know, can accommodate everything in the, in the Murray Gallery. Okay. And Beth, as we're heading into 2023, job opportunities available at the City Museum right now? We are looking for an administrative assistant. It's a three-quarter time position. Um, one of the biggest responsibilities of that job is our um, museum store. So you get to, you know, help curate the kinds of things that we'll have available for sale to our you know, community as well as our visitors in the summer and taking care of, um, you know, some of the other things that happen in the museum as well that are administrative in nature. So it's a, it's a great place to work. There's just a small staff and we get along really well and we have lots of fun. And uh, I also wanted to mention that we still have free um, admission going on right now. And this month is sponsored by Don and Alma Harris. So thank you to them. And that means you don't have to pay to get in. So stop Aww. by anytime. Uh, Tuesday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Don and Alma. Oh, that's awesome. I know. They're great. (laughs) (laughs) Well, don't forget either. This Friday is First Friday Shifting Vantage Points. It features work from local artists Elizabeth, and I have Christine right across from me right now. They find inspiration while traveling around Southeast, and especially during the pandemic, so you can see the inspiration that they caught on. And the paintings really encourage the viewer to reflect on the importance of preserving wild areas and just finding inspiration in one of the most beautiful places in the world of Southeast Alaska. So I really want to thank Christine Carpenter for coming in today, talking about her artwork, and I want to thank Beth Weigel, as always, for coming in, Top Banana and Direct of the Juno Douglas City Museum. Beth, one more time, if people want to get application information for the 12 by 12 or the nature workshop information, what's the website one more time? Juno.org slash museum. It's that easy. Thank you, Beth. Thank you, Christine. And of course, you can download past episodes of Capital Chat over at KINYradio.com.